0: Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Friday, October 22nd. This is The Gateway, I'm Wayne Pratt. Area marching bands are back in action after a long hiatus because of the pandemic.
1: And it feels really great after everything that we've been through as a band.
0: In just a few minutes, we'll follow a local marching band perfecting its field show. Government stimulus has been a lifeline for many low-to-moderate income earners during the pandemic. That's a conclusion of a study by the St. Louis Federal Reserve. But as St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff reports, there are also significant challenges for some trying to access the funds.
2: Violeta Kukowski helped conduct a nationwide survey in August of organizations that support low-to-moderate-income communities. She's an analyst at the St. Louis Federal Reserve's Institute for Economic Equity. She says she was curious about the role of federal funds like the child tax credit, stimulus checks, and money for small businesses.
1: And we were stunned about the high level of response with respect to how critical these resources have been.
2: More than 60 percent of respondents said those funds have been very critical, but 80% said capacity and eligibility limitations within programs made it challenging for people to get the help they needed. The report found that most low-to-moderate-income people are still worse off financially than before the pandemic. I'm Corinne Ruff, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: A University of Missouri-St. Louis cybersecurity expert who helped a newspaper expose a data breach on a state computer system is demanding an apology from Governor Mike Parson. Associate Professor Shaji Khan is director of UMSL's Cybersecurity Institute. The Post-Dispatch used his expertise in a story about how educators' social security numbers were accessible on the Department of Elementary and Secondary Education website. Parson has criticized the reporter and accused sources in the story of being hackers. He is threatening criminal prosecution. The Missouri Independent reports a letter from Kahn's attorney to the governor's office and other agencies asks for a public apology. It also calls on Parson to hold a news conference to apologize and keep that video on social media pages. The governor's office has not responded. Some North St. Louis residents are against a plan to call a new medical center, Homer G. Phillips Hospital. The three-bed facility is set to open in the spring. Some area residents say it is not fit to bear the name of the black attorney who worked to establish the original hospital. That 728-bed facility served the city's black community for more than four decades. It closed in 1979. Julia Allen was born at the hospital in 1949 and worked there as a radiology clerk in the 70s. She says the new building should not be named after Phillips.
2: It only has three beds, and it looks like a shoebox. That's no way to honor anybody.
0: Developer Paul McKee is building the hospital. Its board plans to expand the building after a year. Democrats in Illinois are pushing a proposed congressional map that aims to maximize the number of seats their party sends to Washington in 2022. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmid reports Democrats want to capture more seats as the state goes from 18 to 17 congressional districts following results of the 2020 census. Democrats hope to win as many as 14 of those seats in next year's midterms. Jim Nolan is a former
1: Republican Illinois state legislator and political science professor at the University of Illinois. He says pressure from national Democrats to produce a 14-seat outcome comes at the expense of residents.
2: The boundary outlines are atrociously offensive to citizens who like to think of themselves as parts of communities of interest.
1: Nolan says the new 13 district is an example, worming its way from the Metro East to Springfield, Decatur, and eventually Champaign. He says the maps may look absurd, but they'll probably pass legal muster because the Supreme Court ruled in 2019 that partisan gerrymandering was not something for courts to decide. I'm Eric Schmidt, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: After a year's hiatus due to the pandemic, thousands of high school musicians from throughout the country will compete this weekend at the Dome at America's Center. St. Louis Public Radio's Brian Munoz follows one local marching band to this weekend's Bands of America Super Regional Championship. While the
1: thundering roars of fans and music in football stadiums fell silent last year due to the pandemic, the O'Fallon Township High School Marching Band is bringing music back to the gridiron. Brandon Snyder is a senior trombonist in O'Fallon's marching band. He says being able to compete once again has been a highlight of his senior year. We're pretty much back to the norm of what we were two years ago now, and it feels really great after everything that we've been through as a band, uh, working you know musically and physically through all of it. It's, it's really just great to be back full time with everybody. When someone mentions a marching band, you may picture a parade or the 2002 film Drumline, but O'Fallon's band director Dr. Melissa gustafson Hines explains, this version of marching band includes elements such as music, theater, and dance.
2: So if you wanna see a fine arts production um, that's very outside, has a lot of athletic ability, creativity, emotion, all these things, that's where the marching band activity has come from.
1: O'Fallon Township's field show this year is entitled Rewriting Reality, and features original music by Cirque du Soleil percussionist Aaron Gidry, Elton John, and the 80s band Aha. That's Brandon Snyder on the trombone. He says, there's some things you can't replicate anywhere else other than a live performance. You know, you hit the final note, the last sustained note is just beautiful, it's it's glorious, and it just kinda rings out, and then there's, you know, just that silence for a couple seconds and then everybody erupts and, and they start cheering. And it's like it's, it's absolutely exhilarating, and there's I've really never experienced anything else quite like that You know, last hit of a show. The students will now take their enthusiasm to their performance this evening at the Dome. The O'Fallon Township High School Marching Band is a 2018 Grand Nationals finalist, and they will also represent the state of Illinois when they perform at the 2022 Tournament of Roses Parade in Pasadena, California. Reporting from O'Fallon, Illinois, I'm
0: Brian Munoz, St. Louis Public Radio. Another high school band competition is taking place this weekend in St. Genevieve. It will include the Rolla High School Band and Carter Chance. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All has a follow-up with the horn player who had to overcome a physical obstacle to try and make it onto the marching field. Carter Chance has cerebral palsy and limited use of his right arm and
2: hand. The French horn was the perfect instrument for him because it's played with the left hand. But the marching version, the melophone, is played with the right hand. Everything worked out just fine. That's the Rolla marching band during the halftime show at the homecoming football game. COVID concerns canceled marching band his freshman year. But he started his sophomore season with a device designed with help from his school's technical institute that helps support the instrument. It was essential in August during rehearsals that went all day.
1: I got sick of it and then... <laughs> and then I just, I started using it without the contraption.
2: So you're just able to build your strength up enough? Yes,
1: I I am able to hold it with only one hand.
2: Now he marches and plays the melphone left-handed with no assistance. Band director John Slawinski says Chance is an outstanding young man.
0: He's just been a trooper, never complains, always does everything we're asking him to do, always does it to 100% best of his ability. And that
2: ability is at the high level the band expects of its members. Chance's section leader, senior Anne-Marie Beavis, says he fits in perfectly. Our section has kind of a weird dynamic that I feel is different than the band, but we're all like
1: nine of us are pretty much family, and Carter's part of that.
2: Chance wanted to find a way to march because he got excited every time he heard the marching band when he was younger.
1: It feels the same way. I still have excitement performing the show with the people in my section. I just love, I love them so much.
2: Chance and the rest of the Ralla High School marching band will be competing tomorrow at a festival in Saint Genevieve. In Ralla, I'm Jonathan All. St. Louis Public Radio.
0: Our Fred Ehrlich and Brian Heffernan edited those reports. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway.